it's amazing, isn't it, to hear about what God does in people's lives. God was pursuing Chris, and still is, and he's pursuing us. And um, what we do here at Hope Church, we we read the Word of God, and we believe we can apply it to our life. Um, and as I said, we, we believe that the Bible stands up to um, scrutiny. We believe that um, it, it, these are the words of God written to us. So we're just going to look at a couple of verses now that I'm just going to read to you, and we're going to I'm going to try and take something out of it that we can apply. So we're going to look at the Gospel of Mark, and we're going to go from chapter two, <clears throat> from verse two. I'm going to read a bit, and then we're just going to see what God wants to say to us today. From Mark two. Verse 2, and it says this, And many were gathered together, so that there was no more room, not even at the door. And when he, and he was preaching, that's Jesus, and he was preaching the word to them. And they came, bringing to him a paralytic, carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And when they'd made an opening, they let down the bed on, the, on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some of the scribes were sitting there questioning their hearts. Why does this man speak like this? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they questioned within themselves, said to them, Why do you question these things in your heart? Which is it easier, to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise up, take up your bed and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed and go home. And he rose and immediately picked up his bed and went out before them, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we have never seen anything like this now um, as I was reading that this week I was this verse has been spoken on a lot over the years been preached on lots of times and often people will talk about the faith of the friends carrying the man on the map and that that's a good point to bring out but I think as I was reading what really I felt God wants to say to us through this but this verse is Jesus was revealing himself in this. He was declaring who he was. And if you kind of bring that, try to bring that story into today's 21st century kind of time, and somebody's brought before Jesus who's lying on a mat who can't walk, and Jesus looks at them and says, your sins are forgiven, we might go, oh, actually, Jesus, that's kind of great, nice spiritual experience there, but actually, there's something more serious at hand here. It's my legs. But Jesus is God, and he looks at the man, and he says, no, what your problem is, is your heart. That's the real problem, what's going on here. Jesus is saying, I could look at your, I could heal your legs right now, but... You know, in a few weeks' time, you'll be happy for the immediate. But in a few weeks' time, something else will be wrong. Something else will be going wrong in your life. There'll still be an unhappiness there. He looks straight into the heart. Because what Jesus is declaring here is good news. 
that he can forgive our sins. He can make us right with God. You see, the gospel, that is good news, is something that has been done. It's an announcement. And there's no other religion like this. There's no other faith like this. In, um, I was looking this week, the origins of Buddha. I've heard about people getting into Buddhism a lot lately. Um, there was a, a prince. This is a, a so-called origins of Bud- Buddhism. There was a prince who learned the four noble truths after having four nights out. Um, I had four nights out in a row once, and I didn't learn a lot of truths. Um, <laughs> But this noble prince had, had these four nights where he saw uh, death and age and sickness and all these sorts of things. And then he spent some time under a tree and learnt the four noble truths. Same with Muhammad. He learnt the way of salvation. But Christianity, these events of Jesus are the way of salvation. He's saying, My sins are forgi- your sins are forgiven. See, all other philosophies, all other religions... They say it's about how to reach up to God. But Christianity, and Jesus here in this story, is coming down. Like the men making a hole through the roof, Jesus came down through the heavens to make a way so that we can access God. He's come through, he's broke through the heavens so he can come into my life and to your life and to Chris's life. This isn't a philosophy, this isn't a, a life improvement scheme, this is an event that's happened. Jesus really did live, Jesus really did die and he really did rise again. We can't dis- dispel Jesus as just a nice moral guy who we can learn good life lessons off he offends people in this story they say why is this man speaking like this when he says son of man they know what he's saying he's offended he's offending the people of the time see they knew what son of man meant 600 years ago and 600 miles away um, in the book of Daniel, it talks about the, he talks about the Son of Man coming with authority. It's in Daniel 7, verses 13 to 14. This prophetic picture about the Son of Man coming with authority. And this is what we're reading here with this story, is Jesus excuse me, declaring, I, I'm, I'm him. I'm coming with authority to forgive sins, to make you right with God. When he forgave sins, only God can do that. We can all forgive someone when somebody does something to us, can't we? When someone treads on my foot or steals my money, I can forgive them. But when a man comes in who hasn't been trodden on or stolen from, but acts as if he is the person chiefly involved and offended in all offences... It make, only makes sense if he is God. It only makes sense if he really is God, whose laws were broken, whose love is wounded in every sin. He still offends people today. People like to intellectualise it. 
like it, they like his teaching, like what he stands for. But no, I don't want to take all that doctrine on board, that, that sort of stuff. But not, he's not God. People like to pretend their intellect is offended by resurrection and stuff like that. But really what's being offended is their pride. Because they say we're self-sufficient. We don't need a, a, an all-powerful being over us telling us what is right or wrong. We don't need saving. That's the message of Christ is that you need saving. I need saving because I was far from God. And without Jesus, you are far from God. And the only way back to him is through Jesus. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one gets to the Father. No one gets to God apart from a relationship with Jesus. You see, we, uh, as Western, civilised, educated people, we like to think we're self-made and we're in control. But Jesus says, no. It's by my grace. The educated seed, I need an example, not the old doctrines. I can save myself. That's why people look into Buddhism, because it's about looking within. I can save myself. I don't need these historic events to break through the barrier between me and God. As long as I'm good, I can make my way to God. That's what people want to do. They want to make their own way to God. But Jesus here is saying... Your sins are forgiven. He's declaring who he is. He reads into their minds. He says, I know what you're thinking. And when they, he says to them, what do you question? Why do you question these things in your heart? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise up, take your bed and walk? Do you know the easiest thing actually for Jesus to, to do there would have been just to say to him, rise up and walk that would have been the easier thing to do because for him to say your sins are forgiven he had to go to the cross that was the difficult thing because there was a barrier between man and God he had to go to the cross there was a price to pay there was a barrier between mankind it says in the bible all have turned from God every one of us we can't get our own way back. So it would have been easier just to say, rise up. See, would have think it's his obvious problem is his legs, but Jesus knows. Jesus knows that only through him, only through his forgiveness can we know God. Only through Jesus can we be at peace. Only through Jesus can we stop searching. Only through Jesus can we fill that hole that is inside of us, that we fill with all sorts of other junk. I used to fill that hole inside of me with all sorts of other junk. But Jesus comes in. And without, we don't even see the guy asking for his sins to be forgiven. But Jesus is so merciful and so loving that he knows what he needs before he even asks it. Yeah, he's so loving. He's so merciful. He knows what you need before you even ask it. He knew what I needed. He was searching for me. He was pursuing me. Because he knew that I needed him.
He knew that this man needed him. Jesus wants to break in. He wants to say, son, your sins are forgiven. Daughter, your sins are forgiven. And he does ultimately go on and heal this guy. Again, because he is so merciful. He is so loving. But Jesus is saying here, when he says, your sins are forgiven, there's nothing more important than a right relationship with God. doesn't matter. Material wealth, relationships, physical condition, nothing trumps being right with God. We've all been separated and we've all gone astray. And Jesus wants for you to be in that relationship with him. He wants you to be right with him. Just to ask you, are you like the friends of the paralytic? Are you so keen to get to close to Jesus that you are willing to make a hole in the roof? Don't, please don't make a hole in that roof. But um, <clears throat> they were so keen to get to him. You've got to want to get to Jesus. He wants you, you take one step to him and he'll take many, many to you. And when you ask him in, there's a peace that comes in that surpasses all understanding. There's, it helps you make sense of the world. Anselm of Canterbury, it's a great quote on um, the Alpha videos. It says, I believe in order to understand. It helps me. When I took that step of faith, I don't, still don't have everything figured out and not everything makes sense but it helps me make sense it gives me that grounding because he wants to break in he wants to amaze you he wants you to go away glorifying God saying I've never seen anything like this so like the video at the beginning it finished with saying do you want Jesus that's my question as Jesus it's saying, I'm wanting to break in. You might think that this might be your problem right now in your life, but he's saying, no, what I really want is your heart. I'm just going to ask the band to come back up. Um, we're going to respond in a couple of songs. But can I just ask you to stand? And we're going to pray. Jesus is calling you to say, do you want me? Do you want me to come into your life? Because I want to amaze you. He can bring healing where you think you can't be, there, there can't be healing. He can bring peace where you think there can't be peace. He is God Almighty and he wants to break in. Let's just bow our heads and pray for a moment. Jesus, I want to thank you that you love us. Thank you that you pursue people like us. Thank you that you love me. You love Chris, Lord. Thank you for all the healings that we've heard about this morning. Come now and break into our lives again. And 
if you're here this morning, this afternoon, and you've never accepted Jesus as your saviour, you've never accepted him into your life, and you're not quite sure what all the singing was about, what people are excited about, then I just want you, as this first song plays, I want you just to consider him. He loves you. He's merciful. He's compassionate. 